Welcome to the Landmark Theatres Film Club podcast. In this episode, actor Jesse Buckley discusses her new film, Wild Rose, with moderator Janelle Riley, followed by a live in-theater performance of three songs from the film. This Q&A and performance were recorded at a special advanced screening of the film at the Landmark in Los Angeles. Good evening, everyone. Uh, my name is Janelle Riley. Thank you so much for coming out tonight for the screening of Wild Rose. Um, I am so thrilled to introduce tonight's guest. She is a remarkable actress. You may have seen in the movies Beast um, on, in Taboo. Uh, she's killing it right now in Chernobyl. Maybe a bad choice of words, sorry. Um, but she's so great in Chernobyl. Please welcome Jesse Buckley. These are not director's chairs. These are like fancy. We're sitting down. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Congratulations on a fantastic movie and just an amazing performance. Um, yeah. <laughs> Whenever I have someone as accomplished as you are, I actually like to go back to the beginning and, and just sort of ask. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, and then I like to bring you down a peg and um, just sort of ask, uh, what was your first job in this business? The first time you sort of felt you could call yourself an actress or realize, like, you know, this, this could be a potential career? Um, well, my first job was uh, a little night music in the West End. It. Yeah. That's oh, God. So I'm so sorry. No, I was so shy. So good. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Oh, well, that was your first, because Eggerman is a huge role in a huge musical. That was your first job, like out of school? Yeah, I was, uh, I, um, I was completely out of my depth in all the best and scariest ways. Um, but it was an amazing, it was like, we started in the chocolate factory and Trevor Nunn directed it and then we moved into the West End. And I just, the company kind of took me under their wing and just, uh, yeah, I learned from there that was the first. Well, see, that's not an embarrassing question then, because that's actually an amazing answer. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, like, you know, I, I did a commercial or, um, you know, did some background work, but that's pretty amazing, actually, right out of the gate. I'm sure I've embarrassed myself enough <laughs> other times. Uh, so I wanna start at the beginning with Wild Rose, because this really is a case where um, actor and role seem so perfect for each other. I don't know if this was written for you or if, okay, so Nicole Taylor wrote the script. Yeah. How did it find its way to you? Um, yeah, so Nicole, I think, wrote it about 10 years ago. And for her, it's a kind of love letter to Glasgow and a love letter to her mom and a love letter to country music. And she's an avid country music fan since she was tiny wee, as she would say. <laughs> um, but I had worked with Tom Harper, the director on War and Peace. And um, he uh, saw me audition for some other wild woman <laughs> who sings. <laughs> and it, and um, then he just called me one day. Actually, we were in the pub and he said, oh, I have just got sent a script and um, have a read. And I, I kind of only want to do it if you want to do it. So that's wow. how it happened. So you, it wasn't even an audition process? No. <laughs> Which is uh, probably sometimes more terrifying because you're going, oh my God, <laughs> and they don't have a clue. <laughs> That's actually, I have heard like so many great actors say, you know, I'm a terrible auditioner. I actually love auditions. Do you? Yeah, I think they're really important. I think, well, as well, sometimes, you know, I'd worked with Tom before and, and there's a special relationship there, which is amazing to have and, mm -hmm. and maybe collaborate again in the future. But... I think it's important, you know, when you never really realize what 
possible potential of a character is until you get into the room to audition. And between that relationship with you and the di directors, it starts there. If you start cooking in the audition, then you, th you know there is something to keep exploring. And I heard some actors say they think of it as they're also auditioning their director in a way to see if you know this is a, this is a relationship that'll work. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Probably doesn't <laughs> feel like that when you're uh, in the audition room, but. <laughs> um, so once you had the part, I mean, where did you even bego begin preparing for this character? I mean, you were already a singer, but were did you do country music? No. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I thought it was hick. I was like, oh God. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, well, I kind of started there, I suppose. Um, and also with her accent, because her accent is such a part of her mm -hmm. rhythm and such a part of her attitude. And Glasgow is such a strong character in itself in the film that I I just had to entrench myself into what that came from within mm -hmm. her. And then the music is, a, in a way, is another kind of alternate personality for Rosalyn where she escapes. And so once I found the music and found these amazing stories about these people within the songs that I was learning. It just added a whole nother dimension. And I suppose for Rosalind, it's everything that she's not able to say yeah. that she says and more when she sings and has those moments. Did you do sort of a crash course in country music? What did you <laughs> listen to? Tommy's Guide to Country Music. Uh, well, Nicole had like basically written in, had when I first met her, she just sent me this amazing Spotify list. And then every, I was filming in Belfast at the time and I would fly over, flew over to London every two weeks and with Neil McCall, he's over there, we would bottle up into some shed in North London and with a group of the music supervisor, Jack Arnold and Neil and a few of the other band members, we just kind of started playing around and finding what song suited the story of Rose Lynn and Emmylou Harris was really my first kind of entry into it. So then yeah. I started drowning my ears in that. And then Bonnie Raitt came into my life and I loved her womanhood and her fractionedness and her, um, yeah, I connected with her and thought Rosalind would find something interesting with that. But yeah, I mean, I'm still finding stuff. Yeah. It's kind of a never ending trap door once you <laughs> open it. Would you consider yourself a fan now of this? Oh style? yeah! Oh yeah. my God, I yeah. love it. It's <laughs> changed. It's changed my life and in in and my creative life as well because the stories are incredibly simple within these songs mm -hmm. and the music really is something which supports a very human story and they're three minute movies, kind of caught about people, ordinary people, um, experiencing something very simple but that's very powerful and. And singing them, I found that you kind of have to let yourself go and then these characters creep up on you and you, every time I sing them, it feels like a different song or a different person. It really is what her tattoo says <laughs> in some ways, you know? It's, it's, it, that sums it up perfectly. <laughs> you are working with an amazing cast. I mean, Julie Walters, Sophie Okonedo. I, I can't even imagine what it's like sharing scenes with them. And, and you and Julie truly feel like mother and daughter <laughs> in the best and worst way. You know, they, they know each other too well. <laughs> um, did that chemistry come about pretty instantaneously? Yeah. I mean, Julie's such an incredible actor that all you have to do is stand in front of her and she just kind of gives you this orb of everything. <laughs> um, and what discussions with you know, Tom and her and every day, you know, you come in and whatever scene it is, you're trying to find 
tonally what it is or what that moment is about between the two of you. And you're just, you have to be alive to that and not, I suppose, press something on top of it. So it was just a complete joy. And she's such an amazing woman. She's so down to earth. She's married to a pig farmer. She loves really? she loves crisps. So, you know, we were <laughs> we were away. We were having we were bonding <laughs> over that. You know, they there's that old saying, I don't know if it's a joke or not, but you know, never work with children or animals. But you have two great young actors in this who play your kids. And again, it, it feels really, really authentic. Oh, I loved those kids. And Adam, the young, my, my son, <laughs> he'd never acted before. Um, and I, I just, I think it's a gift when you've got kids on set because they're so alive. Mm -hmm. And actually the very first day of filming, we were doing that beach scene at the end when they finally go and um, Adam, uh, we were just like in, they turned over and we were walking down the beach and Adam just like looked up to the camera and he goes, why are you sticking that thing in my face? <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually thought, I was like, I've been thinking that for right. years. Right. <laughs> they get to say the things we're all thinking. <laughs> um, but I loved, I loved them and they're yeah. so, um, and Tom Harper's a lot to do with that as well. You know, he creates an incredible atmosphere and environment and he's you know he's naughty on set and he likes playing tricks but then when it comes down to what he needs to you know get he manages to get everybody on board mm -hmm. and yeah um i have many more questions but i cannot compete with what they're going to do next and um, we have david mccall was he neil mccall neil mccall i'm sorry <laughs> i was just on the phone with a david <laughs> and he is uh, you guys are actually going to perform three songs uh, i think is that? Yeah, so I'm going to get out of the way and let I'm Neil um, take Name this tune. Well, thanks for coming inside. I just put on my traveling shoes If you want to win, you just can't lose the time Or stay behind Well, I was born to run To get ahead of the rest And all I wanted was to be the best Just to feel free And be someone Just to feel free and be someone. I was born to be fast, I was born to run. 
Nobody gonna make me do the things their way By the time they figure it out, it's yesterday When it comes to he who waits, I'm told But I don't need it when I'm old and gray Yeah, I want it today To get ahead of the rest And all I wanted was to be the best Just to feel free And be someone I was born to be fast I was born to run I was born to run To get ahead of the rest And all I wanted was to be the best Just to feel free and be someone I was born to be fast I was born to run I was born to be fast I was born to run Oh, So this Is that what we're doing? Yeah, I think so This song is about being a little bit guilty. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yes, baby. I shouldn't come round no more But I found myself in trouble I have no place to go Got some whiskey Takes a whole 
Sometimes it's good to be a bit guilty. <laughs> Otherwise, songs like that wouldn't be written. That would be such a loss. Uh, thanks, honestly, thanks so much for coming to see film. Um, thanks for coming and staying. I'm sure you all have, you know, a mojito in the sun or something to go back to. Um, so, anyway, uh, I don't know what we're doing next, but you can play Never get too big, never get too heavy, never get too cool, you stop paying your dues, oh yeah. What can a poor boy do? Better go back your mama, oh she'll take care of you. Lost your wife, lost your son, stay out drinking till the morning. What can a poor boy do? You better go back to your mama or she'll take care of you. Country girl, take my hand. Lead me through this disease land. I am tired. I am weak. I am worn. I have
before I go. Be careful with your seeds, you will reap just what you sow, yeah. What can a poor boy do? You better go back to your mama or she will take care of you. Oh, country girl.